Ooh, it's been so long since I've heard my voice in my ears. And with so long, I mean not long ago because I'm doing Vlogmas and I'm hearing it every single day. I was actually going to start with, hey, long time no see, because I haven't like recorded one of these podcasts for so long, but I've been doing Vlogmas, so I feel like we've seen each other every day in a way. Um, so yeah, if you are not caught up to it, maybe you can go watch my Vlogmas videos if you want, but if you're not into that, that's okay too. Welcome back to the podcast. I've neglected this for a little bit, but today I'm back with another topic that probably goes way too deep, but I feel like I kind of want to talk about it because it's been on my list for a long time. And today feels just like the day to talk about social anxiety. Wow, we're going in it straight away. It's like, wow, hey, hi, nice. Okay, and then we're going deep into anxiety talk, I guess. No, um, I don't want this to be like an anxiety talk in a way or where it's going to be like very down heavy or something. I just want this to be like an open discussion, if that makes sense. Maybe some of you can even share your like experiences down in the comments below because I feel like this is a topic that a lot of people struggle with in one way or another. I think there's no perfect social human being. There might be extroverts that are very good at being always social and like being good in every social interaction or situation. For me, that's not the case. It's always a struggle. It's always been a struggle and it's always going to be a struggle, but I have found my ways to cope with it or my ways to improve in ways, 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 ways. I feel like I'm repeating myself already so much. Maybe I shouldn't have like started recording a podcast before knowing if my vocabulary is up to date today. Well, you've got to deal with it, okay? We can make like a shot game out of it again. <laughs> like uh, count whichever word I say most or something. Right, social anxiety. I feel like if I had to diagnose myself and I'm not a therapist, nor am I a doctor, um, I've been struggling with this since high school. I feel like I've been a very normal elementary school kid. I would even go as far as to say I was an extroverted elementary school kid because I just loved being outside, playing with different people, playing with friends. I had actually no qualms going up to people or going up to new people that I didn't know yet. Um, but it was also kind of like my elementary school was very in like that village. Everybody already knew each other. I feel like everybody who didn't know each other was just easily getting along anyway because we're all invited to the same birthday parties and stuff like that. Um, and that way, I guess it was easy to socialize as a child. And then because I was a very creatively driven child, I naturally had like my alone time, I guess, when I was just doing creative stuff, drawing, painting, playing with my brother, building up Lego stuff and stuff like that. I feel like I had the natural balance. There was no thinking about, ooh, am I going to talk to this person or not? And I feel like even like my parents would say that I was a very social kid. If maybe like a little bit more on the shy side, yes. I wouldn't say I was like totally outgoing, the totally crazy kid. I was like more on the shy side, sure. But I was definitely outgoing or like more outgoing than I am today. But then I like vividly remember the switch to high school where it was like you only knew one person in your class and everybody else wasn't even from your village. They were from the city and the city girls were like miles ahead of me. Like I was rocking up there with my full village core stuff, I guess. And they were already like wearing mascara or like having these cool scarves and the Ugg boots or something. I don't know what was trend back then. I was just wearing whatever my mom bought me and she bought most of the stuff I feel like in the guys area or something. I was... Yeah, I was looking, I looked like, <laughs> in Germany you have a word for it, like Dorftrottel, which is like village idiot, I guess. Yeah, that describes it very well. I was coming in there like the village idiot and I was suddenly realizing that there are a lot of person or like people out there who are living the city life or like not even big city life because it was a small city. But yeah, you could definitely see that there was a difference from coming from the countryside to growing up in the city. And that intimidated me because I didn't know how to deal with these people. I knew how to deal with the people from my hometown and I knew how to deal with all these children there. But as soon as it came to speaking to these new people, we suddenly had like nothing in common, I felt like. Even though we obviously would have had stuff in common if I just maybe found the right topics, like we were going to the same school, having the same classes and everything. But as far as interests go, maybe even, 
they were living like different lives and that scared me because I didn't know how to deal with people. And I feel like as soon as I can't judge a person, like not in a judgy, judgy way, but just like what their vibe is and where I need to dock on to make a social interaction, if that makes any sense, then I'm like intimidated by them or I would rather not approach them. And that led to me um, forming a very good circle of friends in high school, but I would say a very small circle of friends and I was definitely not one of the popular kids. Like. I was out there being the nerd group superhero, I guess. <laughs> that was my thing. Then I got braces and I got glasses and I got acne. And these three things together just are not a like, recipe for being popular. But at the same time, those are your teenage years and you are becoming more aware of the concept of being popular. Like there was no such thing, I think, in elementary school. Like everybody was just kind of like on the same level. But I feel like once you enter high school, there's suddenly this, like, this awareness of the social hierarchy. <laughs> and I was very aware that I was not on top of the social hierarchy or something. Um, but in a way, I also didn't care because the friends that I made, I hold very dearly. And I feel like they were better friends to me than if I would have forcefully pushed into the popular group. Not that I would have gotten there because, as I just said, like braces, acne and glasses are <laughs> a recipe for disaster. Uh, couple that with bad fashion sense and uh, weird personality and you've got yourself a nerd. Um, I guess. <laughs> so that was how I spent my high school years. But I feel like during those years also my, like, my social anxiety got worse and worse as it went on. Um, and at the end of high school I remember these few, like there was this time where you didn't have like set classes anymore but it was more like a, a switch between like college, university and high school where you had like to come into school for certain classes but you also had free periods where you could just sit around and do nothing. And for me it would be the worst thing to sit around alone. I could never be seen like, I guess, alone by people because I was scared of what they would think of me. And I realize how ridiculous that sounds because A, I now realize, but it's still like, I feel like everybody realizes that, yeah, not everybody's always thinking about you. But if you have social anxiety in your mind, that's like, I guess the core fear, like the fear of people judging you or thinking badly about you. And Yes, I also know that not everybody can like me and not everybody's always thinking about me. That's actually one of the thoughts that helps me most when I get into that mindset nowadays. Like when I know that my social anxiety is getting worse again, I'm just trying to focus, refocus and think, look, you're not thinking about all these other people all day. So all those other people are also not thinking about you all day. Like just get that in your mind and um, they all don't matter. Anyway, I don't want to swift up like that's the topic for later, but... Yeah, so I remember vividly like sitting, like spending some of these free periods on the toilet, which sounds pathetic. Like I'm thinking of the Japanese word right now, Nasuke and I. Um, and yes, I think that's just what it is. Like it is, even if I think back at it, I'm, I want to like hug that me of that time because I'm like, wow, did you really feel that alone or that scared of just sitting there and studying? Um, or could you not have like, mustered up some courage and just sat down with other people. I think the me back then would have never done that. I would have never approached a person, even if they were like in my math class or something, I would have never been like, oh, can I sit with you? Because the fear of rejection was so high back then. So I was very scared and timid back then and would always avoid unnecessarily social stuff or social parties. And yeah, I also never went to big parties in my teenage years. I never went out to the disco like some other people were doing once they turned 16. Um, I never stayed out long. I never drank a lot of alcohol. I guess I was the very, very good kid. Like, my mom was even scared. She was like, are you okay? Like, I want you to go to parties. You you can go and enjoy yourself. You know that, right? 
but I, yeah, I couldn't do that. <laughs> it was not me back then. But I also realized that I had this problem. I was like, of course, if you sit at the toilet alone and like go through your stuff, you realize that, oh my God, you have a problem. Like, <laughs> this is not normal. And I wanted to challenge myself. And that's why I actually applied. I, I knew that I didn't want to go to university right away because I feel like I was not grown up enough. I could, I could see it in myself. I could feel that I am not a person yet in a way. So I wanted to grow up a bit and like get over this at least a little bit so I could function in the university setting and not like, I don't know, run away from all social interactions. That's why I applied for the au pair year back then, why I applied to go to Ireland. Because I knew that if I would go abroad all by myself, I would have to go out of my comfort zone and I would have to try to make friends. And also it would be an environment where I know nobody. So it was easier for me to do things that I would be scared of maybe in my hometown because I was like oh all these people know me but over in Ireland like nobody knew me I could invent a new person and try to build her up so that is what I did and it actually helped a lot like it helped a bunch to be somewhere where nobody knows you and it's a thing that I would really recommend to people struggling with social anxiety just putting yourself into a space where nobody knows you because I feel like then these like thought of people judging me gets smaller and smaller because there's this other thought which is like I'm never gonna be see these people again after I leave. Um, and I actually made a few friends in Ireland and I made a few great experiences going out and stuff. And I realized well there's more to the world than sitting on a toilet alone, you know. Um, and I also realized that whenever I tried something that seemed scary in the first like thing, like for example meeting somebody that I've just written with or meeting new people from a friend group where I was like, oh my God, I don't even know if those two groups are going to mesh well. And these experiences always showed me that nothing is ever as bad as you make it out in your head. Like your head always creates the worst scenario and the real life scenario is usually nothing like it. It's usually even a great experience. And even if it's not, then it's not that bad either because the time is just flowing and flowing and flowing. There's no going back. And once something happened, well, it happened. But I guess you can always get over it because there's always going to be another chance, another day. So I think I, I collected a lot of good mindsets during that time, a good, good practices that would help me when I was getting too scared or too anxious. Um, I am going to say, though, I was not perfect during that time as well because I was living like with this host family and that host family was so kind to me. Honestly, they were the kindest people in the whole world. It was nothing against them. It was me. It was my head. But sometimes I would be scared to like go up to the kitchen at night and make myself something to eat because like, oh, my God, the mom and the dad are watching TV right now. I can't just intrude on their TV time and go to the like fridge, even though I was living there as well. And they were like, do whatever you want in the house. There was no like restrictions for me there. But I was just so anxious about these things sometimes that I would just like, I would rather stay coped up in my room sometimes than interact, like at least even like small interactions. I didn't want to go to the kitchen to meet somebody to talk because sometimes I don't want to have to think about what to talk about in a way, if that makes any sense at all. So I was sometimes still in the habit of, avoiding situations that might make me uncomfortable and this avoiding habit I think is like a core thing that I'm trying to really get rid of because I'm avoiding just my life in a way as soon as you're developing a habit of avoiding something that you're afraid of that is what makes it worse because like then every time you do it you're reinforcing that fear and I don't want to reinforce that fear but uh yeah nine months abroad can only get you so far and I was still only 18 so yeah I didn't change a whole bunch I would say but it definitely helped me 
like broaden my horizons and get used to social interactions again and everything like that. So once I entered university, I felt equipped with it. I felt like, yes, I know I'm not going to be one of the popular kids again, but it's going to be okay because I'll find my group, I'll stick to them and it's all going to be fine. And university for me, like really started out that way. I really went out of my comfort zone. I talked to people, I made friends. Actually, like a lot of people always tell me when I say to them, like I have social anxiety, like really badly, actually, like my mind is running 180 miles per hour each time I'm talking to somebody. Um, they're like, you don't look like it. Because I have this thing where I can overplay my mind, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, I'm a good actor, <laughs> in a way, because I can overact my fear of talking to people or my fear of being social. And people are always like, wow, you're a really social person, but actually I'm I'm not. I'm not social at all. I hate trying to force myself to be social. I like it usually when I'm in the situation then because I also don't like being alone too, for too long and also honestly it's like bad for my mind to be alone for uh, alone too for long. Yeah, I'm really good at acting like I am a social person. And I'm also really good at acting like I know how to do small talk or how to make friends. Like sometimes even I'm surprised that some people coming back to me I'm like, "Oh my god, they will hate me or something." And then they would want to meet again. I'm like, Wait, did I make like a good impression? I thought I was being the most awkward person ever again. So even though I sometimes think that I can't do stuff like that, I'm actually very good at pretending to be good at it, I guess. Or I'm at, or I like am slightly good at it because I can like, like I said, this thing at the beginning where I was like, oh, I can't read these people from the city. If I, I feel like I have a good sense of reading people and then knowing which person I have to be, which ties into the social anxiety thing again, though, because I am a person who will never be themselves around you unless we are very, very good friends. Because I will always act in a way that I think you will like me. And that is something that I'm also trying to get rid of because that's not being true or honest to myself as well. And it's not catering to my fear as well, trying to pretend to be another person just so that people can like me. I have to accept that not everybody will like me and that's going to be okay. And here, actually, I want to tie in YouTube because YouTube has helped me a bunch as well trying to overcome this because I'm trying to fully be myself in front of the camera. And by doing that, by and even though like I know that people will find these videos and think they're cringe or even I'm like, oh my God, what will people in my real life think of me when they see my videos? Because I'm like, oh my God, they will see this version of me that's totally cringe or awkward or I don't know, or too honest or too deep or too... I shouldn't care about this. Like, I don't care. I should not care what people think about me because I know that the people who care about me and who are my friends, they will be my friends even though I'm doing this or even, or like because I'm doing this, maybe even because I'm just being myself. Um, so yeah, I think that's a, in a way YouTube really helped me with that, trying to be myself more authentically. And I hope that someday this will transcend into my life where I can fully be a person, the person that I am in front of anybody and not care too much about what they will think or just care about how they might like me or not like me. Um, so yeah. So yeah, in a way, I guess my story doesn't sound too dramatic, but I want to tie in that I am still in this habit of avoiding things that I'm scared of. And I'm still, still in the habit of breaking off interactions once they get too much for me. And this might be halfly because I am an introvert and I don't enjoy like long social interactions, but it's also because I'm still scared of long social interactions or I'm still scared of people judging me and I'm scared of the unknown. Like once I can't plan something, I'm scared of it. And I think staying in Japan like for as like my second big staying abroad experience is really helping me in a way trying to get over these fears as well. Like it's making me again reconsider that A, 
There's a million people in Tokyo, no, like not a million, 10 million, tens of millions of people are living here in this big city. And everybody, I feel like everybody has their own life. I sometimes walk down the street and there's like thousands of people around me. And I think if I would talk to one person that would make like our fates interact or intertwine in a way, but I'm not talking to them right now. So we are just living these separate bubbles and every human is living in their own bubble. And most humans only care mostly about themselves. Like the most important person in your mind is always you because you're always going to care for you and you're not too worried about other people. So I should not be too worried about all these other people because they are having their own directions where they want to go. They are living their own lives. And in a way, their lives don't concern me and my life probably doesn't concern them unless we are friends. And if we are friends, then I want to be my real self because I want you to be your real self because I like you for who you are or I want to like you for who you are. I want to genuinely have fun and not pretend that we're going to have fun because I'm scared that if you start not liking me, I'm going to be alone again. And I realized that wherever you are in the world, you're going to find like-minded people and you're going to find people that you like to spend time with. And I've met so many different people and I, I feel like because they are also different, that's why I like them. So why should I be this chameleon trying to adhere to everybody's tastes so that they like me? I should just be myself. I should be kind to other people. Sure, that's always one thing, like be yourself, but of course be kind and be respectful. But other than that, if I'm not myself, then I'm not like, I'm just tens of different people trying to fit in with everybody. But all of these people that are not changing themselves around me, I like them because of that. I really like people who are strange in their own ways because they are honest about themselves at least. So I, I want to become a person like that. That's something, somebody I want to become, so yeah i'm trying my best with this <laughs> yeah this has been like a long monologue in a way <laughs> uh i don't know how do you feel about social anxiety i feel like there's also small things like calling somebody and writing stuff down on like a notepad before you call somebody or making a mental note of conversation topics when you meet somebody for the first time or yeah just trying to scope out the situation where you're gonna go with your friends like what is the place gonna be like and stuff like that i'm 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 always conscious about these things but I'm trying to live more in the moment and get better at it. If you are also struggling with social anxiety I think the thing that helped me the most is realizing that I need to change the way that I think because staying in this mindset is not going to help me and staying in my habits is not going to help me as, way, as well. So even if it's so scary and I tell you it's so scary like it's it all of these things have been so scary for me I can't even transfer it on camera I think but they've helped me and putting myself in these scary situations is going to make me grow in these ways and is going to make me become this person that I want to be free of all of these like things that I need to do or things that I'm scared of. I want to be free of them and just live my life. So I want to put myself forcefully in these scary situations because that's the only way that I'm not going to get scared of them. If you do something like it's kind of like exposure therapy. I think I really believe in exposure therapy. If you do something often enough, you realize that it's not actually scary and that your fear is really irrational. And then you can start going on with your life. And then also do some mind exercise. Let any time you catch yourself thinking or being scared or thinking in your social anxiety ways, I'm like, Hannah, nobody cares. <laughs> and you should not care what if anybody cares, you know, like this kind of way. Like really catch these thoughts when they appear and try to directly work against them even if your mind is making up reasons again why you should not do this make up reasons why you should do this like really write a list maybe those things really help me i need to see them i need to see the points the proof 
that it's gonna be okay. And then, and in the way, like I'm gonna tell you, everything is always gonna be okay because time is just going on and on and on and we only have this one life. And even if something is not okay in the moment, it will be okay in the future again. Like, I think that's like, um, I think that's like a Buddhist mindset or something. I don't even know. But there's like, A, this thing where like, of course, every day is a new chance. And I really truly believe like every day that you wake up is going to be a new chance. Every moment is actually a new chance. Also, you're not your body and you're not your thoughts. And you can experience human life like that's a gift. And we shouldn't take that gift for granted. Um, so yeah, before I spew too many emotional things, I want to close this topic off for today. Tomorrow is going to be a vlog again, but today is usually like Thursdays where the hugging days every two weeks, you know. Um, I'm actually impressed at how well I'm keeping up with Vlogmas so far. <laughs> I thought it's going to be harder than it is, but actually I enjoy like editing video every evening, even though I could not keep up with it when I like have to get a job or something, which I'm definitely going to have to do in the new year. Um... But yeah, how's your Christmas time going? I hope you have like a lot of cookies. I'm actually going to start baking cookies now. Um, I think my dough is ready. It's going to have it like chilled in the fridge this morning. So now I can try and finally prepare like the baking sheet and the cookies and everything. So let's see how that goes. And then, yeah, I guess as always, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Um, if you have any topics actually you want me to talk about that you like want me to cover, uh, leave it down in the comments below also leave your own experiences with this topic in the comments below because I truly believe that everybody kind of struggles with it in a way but most people like don't talk about it because yeah what if people judge us yeah <laughs> I guess um, but there's no judgment here I'm gonna like I'm sending so many hugs to you as always like hugging this is like what the podcast is called I guess and have a nice day have a nice night wherever you are and bye be back on my channel